They say giving birth is equivalent to running a marathon, but what about being pregnant and building a company from scratch while taking on the multivitamin aisle? That is the story of Ritual's founder, Kat Schneider, who started Ritual because she couldn't find a prenatal she could trust. So I just started recently taking the Essential for Women multivitamin, and it's been great so far. They are super gentle on my stomach. I can even take them without food, which is just very convenient. And yeah, it's great because I just want to fill some gaps in my diet and I feel like this is exactly what I need. They're also great tasting. Like the, the Essential for Women multivitamins have like this minty taste. So I'm so not used to that. I'm used to that like not so great aftertaste. So that's been awesome as well. So although I am not pregnant, Ritual has a prenatal that you can trust. They are made with traceable ingredients. You can literally look at a map and see where all the ingredients have come from, which is super cool. And you better believe I checked that out and I loved it. And all of the ingredients are vegan, bioavailable, and clinically studied key nutrients for before and during pregnancy. They're also non-GMO project verified, gluten, and major allergen free. So why settle for a multivitamin you're not 100% sure about? Ritual was literally built on trust, so you know it's the real deal. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during their first month. Visit ritual.com slash birthnaturally to start Ritual or add Essential for Women Prenatal to your subscription today. Welcome to Birth Naturally. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Kate. And we are sisters having a conversation about everything from med-free birth to natural parenting. Hi everyone, we are back. We haven't officially announced it, but we're doing every two weeks from here on out. Uh, Maybe that will change, but for now, that's what we're doing because we both have a lot of stuff going on with Mm -hmm. the kids and life. Anyway, so today we are talking to Colleen. Colleen shares both of her birth stories. So if you're pregnant, you may not want to hear her first birth story because it's not fantastic, which led her to her natural birth with her second. And it which w- was fantastic. It was fantastic, <laughs> yes. So she had some complications uh, with the epidural, some things you don't always hear about that are potential side effects um, yeah. you know, with an epidural. Exactly. So we thank Colleen for coming on. Uh, second time because we had <laughs> so a couple uh, technical difficulties, <laughs> lost a bunch of files, and hers was uh, included in that. <laughs> Sorry, but Colleen. Fortunately for me, Colleen is one of my good friends, and she was totally understanding. So, <laughs> yeah, we are very appreciative of that. So we, I think we announced it on here about our merch that we have. Yes. Um, there's a link in our link tree to our merch. It's Kate did such a great job designing it. Oh, it's thank so you. cute. It's really cute. And we think there's like something for everyone on yep, it. Yep, definitely. Everyone who's listening, at least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one more thing. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Birth Naturally. And we just created a Facebook group. So the link is in our link tree. And we'll put up some stories and some info about that. But we're really excited to connect with you one-on-one and to kind of build more of a community because we've really enjoyed talking to you on Instagram 
And it's just an easy way for us yeah. to talk. To, yeah, exactly. You know, and for you all to get to talk to each other, too, and ask questions. and Just talk to other moms, you know, whether you're trying to get pregnant or you are pregnant or you're a mom. You know, we can all help each other. And it's so nice to kind of bounce ideas off and exactly ask, get tips and advice and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So go check all of that out. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I have been listening to Audible for years. It just started with a free trial and my favorite Ellen Hildebrand book. And then once I realized how much I could accomplish in a day, like cooking for the kids, cleaning, organizing the house, you name it, um, while being entertained, I was hooked. It has all of my favorite fiction books, but it also has our favorite books on natural birth like Mindful Hypnobirthing, Birth Without Fear, Birthing From Within, Natural Childbirth, The Bradley Way, just to name a few. If you use my link, you can get 30 days free of Audible. Just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally. And I suggest starting with Ina May's Guide to Childbirth if you haven't already, because that is a listener favorite. So once again, just go to audibletrial.com slash birthnaturally for 30 days free. Welcome, Colleen. Thanks so much for joining us today. Again. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, this is the second time we're doing this because we lost a bunch of files. So we really appreciate you coming back on. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you and your family? Um, I'm married to my husband, Brian, and I have a two and a half year old son, Brian Jr. And then my second baby, Troy, is now four and a half months old. So why don't you start, tell us a little bit about your first pregnancy and that delivery experience, because we'll be mostly focusing on your second. That was a natural birth, but we know your first kind of led you in that direction. So talk about that. Yeah. So I definitely had some PTSD after my first delivery. Um, I had the most perfect pregnancy. I didn't even know I was pregnant the whole time. It was like, I, I don't know, I could just do everything I could do every day and I felt great. So I thought definitely I'd be going into the hospital having an awesome delivery because my body just knew what to do <laughs> and I wouldn't have any problems. Um, I was at work, I'm a nurse. I'm a NICU nurse and I was in the middle of my shift and my water broke. So again, I'm like, awesome. My body's a rock star. It's just telling me what to do. <laughs> and really soon after that, my contractions kicked in. We got to the hospital a couple hours later and I had it in my head. And I told my husband before I said, do not let me get any drugs. Don't let me get an epidural. I thought I knew like everything I'd be asked and everything I'd kind of like run into, but I was completely wrong. Um, as soon as I got there, I was, I was like three centimeters and I felt like they kind of treated me like, oh, it's her first pregnancy. She says she didn't want an epidural, but okay, let's just like yeah. push her along. Um, they immediately gave me like, they kind of have like zero faith in you when mm -hmm. you like first go in with your first baby. Um, but somehow they got me to agree to take morphine and Benadryl. Like when I got settled in my labor and delivery room. Really? So that made me like, I was like in a stupor. Like oh my I, gosh. and the pain wasn't any less. I was just like so foggy and like, I couldn't pick my head up off the bed. Cause I was like wow. sitting on a birthing ball for a while. Um, but about seven hours later I got checked. I was seven centimeters. I was doing great. 
but then the nurse told me it's now or never if you want an epidural. Well, that was when I was like entering transition mm. and I was like, oh my God, what's up next? I, like, I don't, I don't think I can do this. If she's saying like, it's now or never, I better get it. When they so, say that it's so hard to like, turn it down. Cause you're like, I don't well, know. Yeah. Like it just puts the fear in you. When you also are thinking yeah. like, I've been in labor for seven hours. Can I do this for another seven hours? You right. Know, like. Uh-huh. that that now or never thing like nobody should say that ever no. to any birthing no. woman you know what? she's she's an amazing nurse um I got to know her a little more personally because I did clinical at this hospital for my master's and she's an awesome nurse I just think it's like it, it's just what they do exactly and it's, it's wrong because that shouldn't be like the culture of the unit to just like kind of threaten with like this is your last chance like right you're really going to be in for it if you don't yeah. get it yeah exactly i don't think that they think they're doing anything wrong that i think they're they think that they're just warning you and and especially because most moms i guess do get that epidural they're like okay like if you want it here here it is so it's in their mind they're not doing anything wrong but if you're That's someone who yeah. wants a natural labor you can't yeah <laughs> no and you already and have a lot of fear it. yeah it's that's yeah, yeah that's just mm-hmm. makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, okay, let's do it. You know, I mm-hmm. made it this far. I was getting tired, but it was only seven hours since my water broke. So in hindsight, I'm like, I definitely could have pushed through it, but yeah, whatever. Um, but when I got the epidural, I got like every single side effect problem that you could get from getting an epidural. Um, I immediately was like numb from my shoulders down. I ended up, I think, getting a high spinal, which means like they put the epidural in too high. So it affected too much. And I also got a bolus of too much of the drug. Mm -hmm. So they immediately were like about to code me. They, I heard the, I heard someone in the background of the room saying, um, prep OR section one. And I immediately couldn't breathe because then I started panicking. Yeah. They had my husband just, I'm getting little thinking about it, but they had my husband, um, putting oxygen on my face. They were um, like, someone came over and like flipped me on my side. And then I looked down and someone was inside of me checking and the oh baby's like God. rhythm strip was going off. And I was panicking because me being a NICU nurse, you I'm know. like, is he going to have some yeah. kind of brain injury? Right. Right. Like, oh, is there blood flow going to him? If my blood pressure was so low. Yeah. It's so weird so, that you were completely with it, like in your mind, but your body wasn't at all. So like knowing, like seeing okay. everything that's going on and everyone's panicking, I can't even imagine how that would feel. Yeah. It was kind of like being a quadriplegic for yeah. oh, oh, a I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, it was gosh. really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the anesthesiologist came back in, he put something in my IV and all of a sudden I could breathe again. And, um, even though I was yelling at them to take the epidural out, they didn't, um, they mm-hmm. just cut the dose in half to oh. like probably what the dose should have been from the get go. Right. Um, so then from there, that was like five thirty, six o'clock at night. And I, my, all my whole labor just stopped it. I, I was stuck at seven centimeters, like throughout the night, they kept coming in every two hours to reposition me, to calf me, um, Oof. and to like, put me on the peanut ball. Um, mm-hmm. and then in my head throughout the night, I'm like, I've been almost ruptured for 24 hours. And, and with my background, I'm like, I know that they're not going to let me go any longer because they're in, they're afraid of infection. I did have a fever. Um, oh, so gosh. they were treating me like I had oh, choreo which I probably just had a, like an epidural fever, which mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was pumped full of fluids. My legs were just like rubbery, swollen things. It was, it was so bizarre. Um, but then finally at like four o'clock in the morning, um, the nurse came in and said, when you feel like you have to poop, let us know. And in my head, I'm like, I have no idea where my body is right now. Yeah. So I was still so numb. I'm like, I'm never going to feel anything. So I gave it a little while longer. And then I looked at my husband and I'm like, you know what? I kind of feel like a little pressure in my tailbone. Um, let me like have them come in and check me. And when they did, they said, okay, like you're there. Do you feel like you have to push? Which is so weird to me. Like, I don't know. Cause like my body wasn't doing anything voluntarily, but I said, yeah, I do. I feel that pressure. Like I have to poop. I kind of like, was like, let's just get this show on the road and see if I can, I think push I can him get out. this baby out. Yeah. So two hours later he came out at six fifty six in the morning. Um, he was completely healthy, totally fine through the whole thing. Oh, thank goodness. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. But that sounds Even like after a really that, I, rough experience, like really yeah, rough. <laughs> it was. The next day I had a really, really bad headache and I thought mm -hmm. it was just from straining while pushing because they had my husband like pushing my neck up so that I was curling around my baby when I right. pushed. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I must have like sprained my neck or something. But it turns out I had a spinal headache, which <sighs> requires a blood patch. So they, they took it out of my hand and stuck it in my back oh my to fill this, the epidural space. Wow. So <laughs> I know <laughs> and my recovery was just horrible. Cause I felt like all down there was just wrong and messed mm -hmm. up. And yeah, I ended up with a bladder prolapse of around a month postpartum. So I was definitely traumatized from everything. Yeah. I can't imagine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> like it's a lot. And it's, you know, when it all stems back from just one thing and you're like, if only I didn't get that epidural. I mean, Seriously, obviously not yeah. everyone has that experience. Most people don't, fortunately, but unfortunately yeah. for you, you had like all the hard symptoms. So going yeah. into your second, um, I mean, was it hard to make the decision to even get pregnant again? Cause like you were fearful of how it would go or were you kind of, you know, looking in the, at the positives? I was definitely staying more positive, but I was mm -hmm. afraid for the bladder prolapse because that was like months of physical therapy to get yeah. everything back to normal and to feel normal and to be able to like pick things up without being afraid that my bladder was going to fall out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. So I was, that was my biggest thing that I was afraid yeah. of. And, um, luckily now, like luckily I went through with everything. I had Troy and everything's fine. Oh, thank um, goodness. <laughs> yeah. So I should have took my mom's advice and just sucked it up like she told me to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when I was handling her. <laughs> oh yeah, I love that. We forgot that little tidbit where when you said you wanted the epidural and she was like, "What, what did she say? Suck it up, she's you like, can do it." She's like, "I did this three times natural." She's like, "Suck it up," and she just like looked at me straight in my eyes as I like picked my head up off the mattress as I was like moaning like a cow. <laughs> yeah, you really wish you suck it up. took her. Your nice. mom could be like a tough love doula, you know? Like, oh my like, gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She'd be good at that. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. So why don't you talk to us about how you kind you guys decided it was time for a second? Um, so I feel like we decided we were ready for a second because Brian was 18 months and he was like, easy. Like mm -hmm. we just stopped nursing. Everything was like really easy. And we we're like, okay, we think we can like handle another one now. Like if we had 
one right now with Brian, it might be a little hard, but in nine months, it'll probably be a lot easier. Right. Um, Brian wasn't like the easiest baby either. So we were kind of like fearful with that, but we knew we wanted more than one. Um, mm-hmm. So I somehow convinced my husband to just try. I was like, let's just try this month. It was the month after I stopped nursing. Um, <laughs> And I was tracking my ovulation and we tried and a couple of weeks later I took a test and it was positive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so You're he like, was like, wait a minute. You said we were just that wasn't trying. supposed to happen that fast. <laughs> well, you never know. That's the thing. with <laughs> trying. No. Yeah. It always happens. We'll just see what happens. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm like money money ticket on the ovulation test i'm like this is perfect (laughs) yeah and you're like like you're acting all casual and then in the background i mean like 18 different apps on your phone and like temperatures (laughs) and stuff you're like let's just see what happens (laughs) yeah let's just try (laughs) that's too funny so obviously he got on board quick and he was excited (laughs) yeah yeah, of course, it was like the week before my brother got married, and we were like a little uh, thrown for a loop, but oh my gosh, yeah, <laughs> it was so exciting. So, did you have an easy pregnancy again? Um, I definitely had more of those like typical pregnancy symptoms with like the nausea and like almost throwing up every morning when I brushed my teeth. Um, and then going through it, I felt like as I got bigger, I was so incredibly tired which I had the first time around, like in the first trimester. And then I kind of bounced and like snapped out of it. But, um, I was so tired the entire pregnancy Mm -hmm. to the point where like, Brian be like, you look horrible. Like what's wrong with you? I would have like bags under my eyes. And that was like the hardest part of it, especially with a toddler running around demanding attention all the time. But yeah, and your work, I'm sure it didn't like yeah. your work schedule and everything. You work long hours, so that doesn't yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really horrible sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> I should have known he was gonna come early because um I had him my water broke on a Monday and the Friday before I was sitting at work and I had like a lot of hip pain, which I had been going to the chiropractor for just like the week before. Um, and I just had to go home. I work 12 hour shifts and around like three o'clock after eight hours, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. And I felt like so weak because I'm like, I still have like three weeks left and I'm like being such a baby already. (laughs) So I think it was my body just trying to tell me like, he's coming. It's time to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Time to rest a little before the big event. Yeah, exactly. So going into it, I guess, did you do any research about natural birth or were you just dead set on, we're not going through that again? I was dead set. My mom kept telling me a million times, like, you never should have got that epidural. I told you just Mm -hmm. do it naturally. Like the second one would be so much easier. It's so much quicker. You know, like the path is already paved. And, um, Mm -hmm. just talking to Kate about the the natural birth and mm-hmm. and like all of her experiences and stuff like that um and then I was also set on changing practices from like my large OB practice that I was a part of to a smaller midwifery practice which they were rock stars mm-hmm. absolutely love them and I know you I, I told you to read um Ina May's guide to childbirth oh, and you loved too. that <laughs> that's what got me through labor because I, for me it was all mental like mm-hmm. I could get through all of it with the advice of that book. And 
just staying in my own like headspace. And like, I didn't even have my husband helping me do anything. No one was touching me. No one was talking to me. I was just like focusing on the clock and the rhythm strip and how my contractions were. And the book tells you to welcome the contractions like waves and to like envision your baby moving down with each one. And that's what I was doing Mm -hmm. and just changing positions and, and bouncing on the ball and just walking around my room. So So funny that something so simple like that to just like stay in your head, focus, stay ahead of it. And staying ahead of it is what it is. And just reading that one little, you know, snippet of that book, it's like, and the fact that that stayed with you is is pretty amazing. And that's really all it takes. Yeah, that was like, that was like the one thing I read all of the stories. And Mm -hmm. that was the one thing that a lot of the women said. Mm -hmm. So it worked. I mean, each (laughs) contraction, especially watching the strip like I could see when my contraction peaked so then I knew like the second half of it while it came down mm-hmm, I could yeah. handle it and then yes. I would get a minute break that's so, awesome that's so yeah cool. that's what a lot of people say you know you can really do anything for a minute I mean it's a yeah. lot of minutes but it's one minute at a time exactly and <laughs> then you know you get a break yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take full advantage yeah. of that break. I, kept, I had in my head I had heard someone say like you just have to like surrender to the pain and just let it kind of overtake you don't fight it so exactly when I like switched my because you know when you you're I started like tensing you Mm -hmm. know to try to like fight the I don't know what I was gonna do (laughs) fight back against the contractions and once I started just being like okay I'm just gonna let I mean it still felt like that that tactic isn't working let me try let me try something else yeah so I would just like say it in my head I'd be like just surrender every time Mm -hmm. and it makes such a difference it really does yeah it really does you just need like one little thing you just need to like latch onto it and like keep it in your head yeah exactly Um, that's how I felt like by surrendering to it, I felt like my whole pelvic floor, like relaxed. And I mm-hmm. feel like after doing all the PT that I did, I felt like I had total control over all of that. Mm-hmm. So like, just like letting it relax and like letting the baby move down. And that's I just, so cool. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So why don't you talk to us about, um, when you, when labor started with trite? I know you said it was early, earlier than you expected. Yeah. So, um, I was 37 and three, it was a Monday morning and I, and I was just laying on the couch with little Brian and felt like all of a sudden that I had to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom and I went to get up and I felt like I had to pee again. So then I sat back down and I peed or whatever came out. I don't know. And every time I like stood up probably 10 times and I kept doing that over and over again. And I'm like, there's no way that there's this much urine in my bladder. And I'm like, and there's no way that I, I just like my water just broke. Cause I'm not full term yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I definitely wasn't ready. Um, so I think I texted you. I texted one of my cousins who was also pregnant and do a couple of days within when I was, and, um, and, uh, I just, I, I waited a few hours to like, see if it was like real. Cause I wasn't getting any contractions. Um, but I, when I called my midwife, she was like, you know, invert your, like go on your hands and knees, invert your body so that like your butt's in the air. And then when you stand up, see if you get like a gush and that's definitely your water. Well, I didn't get that. So I was like, well, maybe I'm just like peeing myself. So (laughs) all day I kind of just hung out at home. Um, I had my sister-in-law come over to like hang out with Brian. I took a shower. I 
cleaned the house. I did laundry and I still wasn't having contractions, but I was like every once in a while I would leak a little bit, it, but it was like, I was wearing pads and in hindsight, I'm like, you idiot. It was definitely your water, but I kept thinking I was just peeing myself. Yeah. Well, you expected that like big gush of water, I guess. Cause that's what you got the first yeah. time, right? Yeah. The first time I had like, I call it like a good long squirt. <laughs> <It's> what- <laughs> squirted out and then when I got to the bathroom I ran right to the bathroom and it all came out oh my gosh yeah (laughs) that's so funny I know so it's nice that both times my water broke but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so I called her I I called my midwife again and she's like well I mean you can meet me at the office like and I can check you and if your water's broken like if it's your four bag I can just send you home Mm-hmm. And like, you can labor at home or, but if you come into the hospital and it is broken, then we have to keep you. And I was like, I would rather just go to the hospital. It was like four o'clock. I was waiting for Brian to get home from work. And then we ate some pizza and we went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I was glad we went there because when I got there, she said I was four centimeters. I was super, super soft. And, um, my four bag did have a hole. Okay. That's what it was. <laughs> uh, she then, she then let me like sit there for a little bit, and um, then she broke my water, like the rest of it or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, then I got transferred from triage to like the labor and delivery room, and within a few hours, I was put on pitocin, um, because I like I was like, oh, these contractions are like really manageable. Like this is nice. Like you know, if this is all happening, I'd rather just ride this out. And they're like, oh no no, like let's let's avoid what happened last time. Like we don't want you to be ruptured for 24 hours and then have to do like intervene. So let's just like get things moving. So they did put me on Pitocin. Um, and within like two or two and a half hours, he was out. Oh my my gosh. gosh. That's like, that is just like too easy. (laughs) What were you doing to cope with it? Like, were you like bouncing? Was Brian helping you at all? or, Or did you say you were just kind of like doing your own thing? No, he was more focused on taking a nap because he had worked all day. <laughs> and important. he couldn't believe that it was happening. He's like, if we have this baby overnight, you know, like we're going to be up all night and whatever. And I was like, okay, go take a nap. But well, he thought um, it was good. He just expected it to be long like the first one. Yeah, how, yeah. how many hours were you at the hospital? I got there probably like 6, 6.30 and I had him at 12.30 in the morning. Oh, that's like not bad at all. <laughs> no. So it, it was nice. <laughs> I tell people all the time, like the hard labor only was two hours long and I did feel myself starting to get tired towards the end. And that's yeah. when I asked the midwife, I said like, cause they didn't check me at all, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, she just let me do my thing, but I was like, am I getting close? And at that point I was like, my whole body was shaking. Like the, the, shivering kind of jitters oh, yeah um and i i felt like with each one it was like taking energy from me um, oh my gosh i'm sure with by that point action. it's just like you just trying to survive <laughs> seriously oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my so gosh she um she told me she's like well do you want to get in the shower and i was like okay like in my head i'm like i really don't feel like getting all wet but okay i'll try so by the time I got in the shower, um, Brian put the water on my back and I think I had maybe two contractions and all of a sudden 
I was standing up leaning over the shower chair and I was like, I'm pushing like my oh body my gosh. is just pushing right now. <laughs> and she checked me in the shower and she's like, okay, he's right there. Let's get in bed. Like, oh my, my gosh. Do you want to go now or wait for the next contraction? And I was like, oh my God, now, like he's, my body's just pushing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> going to be born before. in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So oh, how yeah. long did you push for this time? Um, it was like 20, 25 minutes. Wow. wow. Big change from yeah. with Brian. Two it was hours. like a couple hours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I did start pushing um, like on my knees. I was leaning over the back of the bed. It had like the head of the bed all the way up. Mm -hmm. And I remember just like dragging my face along the mattress and like screaming as I pushed. Um, <laughs> the whole hospital had to have heard me. <laughs> <laughs> but it felt so good to like just let the scream out as I pushed mm -hmm. and I felt like it gave me more strength wow that's awesome oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. I'm sure like that feeling of accomplishment was just ugh, it felt so good after having him and knowing that you did it without yeah. any, anything <laughs> yeah I know yeah I mean Oh, that feeling I can like remember the feeling of when he was crowning and like everything but it felt good to push against it. And mm -hmm. it, in my mind, I saw my husband's face and he was like, so proud of me for like doing it. And he was like, as like, he knew I was like giving some good pushes. He was like, really like pushing me on to be like, you're doing this. You're doing awesome. Um, after they, I know it felt, it felt good so for sweet. him to like, yeah to like acknowledge like how hard i was working uh, to get yeah. this baby out oh my god <laughs> it is such an accomplishment too like when you have that and you're like oh my gosh i did this like no one yes. helped me no one like yeah and i mean honestly like having giving birth to a baby what doesn't matter yeah you it's know, amazing C and however you give birth to a baby that feeling of accomplishment is amazing but when you have it in your mind that you want to do it without any drugs and like it's just you know, something that we can say for ourselves, like I wanted this and I succeeded and it's and I just, did it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's such a good yeah. feeling <laughs> when you set your mind to something and you're like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. So, and exactly. it is amazing no matter what, when you just look at a baby and you're like, I grew this baby. Yeah, like, exactly. What? Mm -hmm. How did this happen? <laughs> and it just came out of me. Oh my God. So weird. <laughs> I know. I did have one moment of weakness, like after they put me on my back, cause I had like a cervical lift they had to move out of the way. Oh yeah. And they were like, okay, like on this next one, I guess he was like down into the canal and he wasn't having trouble, but they kept looking at the monitor which kind of freaked me out. And they were like, mm -hmm. on this next one, you need to like push, like give us your all. And they were like motivating. And as I was pushing, I was like, I was cursing. I was, <laughs> and then at one point I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And they're like, yes, you can. I had like the best team. And my Aww. midwife just like locked eyes with me and was like, you can do this. Everyone has, you have, you have to have that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's so cool that you had midwives that you, you know, were connecting with and that pushed you and motivated you. Like, that's so important. It really is. Mm -hmm. it makes and she it, like, really so did. Different. Yeah, she did everything in her power for me to avoid facing like, okay, like it's been 24 hours that your water's been broken, like the hospital, you know, policies and stuff like that. Right. So she was like, oh, no, no, like we're avoiding all of that. And it was like the most hands-off labor ever. Like 
the only time a nurse came in was to, to fix my monitor because I had moved positions. And other than that, I was alone and I loved it. And I don't know if that had to do with COVID too, because, um, you know, I wasn't allowed to like walk the halls and people didn't really want to come into my room. So it worked for me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. So what was your recovery like with Troy versus with Brian? Um, I felt amazing after Troy, like I, I was just like, so excited. I, I felt like I could get up and run a marathon. Like I didn't, I barely tore, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just felt like prolapse wise, I felt great. Like I did, I knew I didn't do any more damage because I had full control of everything. Um, and when I got home, I remember thinking like, when's it really going to kick in where I'm like exhausted and like, not like really like with it, like I was mm-hmm. with Brian and right. it never really, even to this day, he's four and a half months old. I feel like there's only been like a handful of nights where I've been like really, really tired. Yeah. That's so, so cool. yeah, I feel like him also being a really good baby helps, but yeah, I, I just felt amazing. I felt myself within like a few days. Uh, wow. So um, yeah, I'm sure like emotions wise, you were feeling way better too, because you know, it was just a better experience overall. Yeah. And it was also like, I'm not one to be like, I had a natural birth. I no. didn't have an epidural, but people were like acknowledging that for me. Cause I was like quiet about it. It wasn't like the first thing I told people when I said right. I had the baby, mm-hmm. but it was nice. Like even to this day, like Brian will be like, yeah, she did it. She didn't have any meds. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. And he's so proud of you. I love that's that. So yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> It is. It is a really, like we said, it's like, it's a really good feeling when you, you know, set your mind on that. And I mean, you, you knew that's what you wanted. There was no way you were going to get one. (laughs) Not after, not after Brian. Oof. Yeah. Like don't even mention the word. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Not an option. Wow. So, So do you have any, any products that you have loved with Troy or with Brian? Um, I think, well, for the baby, definitely, um, my happiest baby swaddle. I absolutely loved that, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, for when he was little. Cause I felt like he kept startling himself awake. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but other than that, I mean, there's nothing like huge that I feel like I just, I feel like I keep everything so simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's like, the way to I do had, it. <laughs> yeah. I, cause I felt like with Brian, I would try and use all these things I got from my registry and like, it was just like so overwhelming and, mm-hmm. um, and then your house not is even, like overtaken with like everything baby. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this time around I did get a bassinet and it's a travel bassinet, which I absolutely love. Um, oh, that's cause cool. we just went on vacation and I was able to put him to sleep, like in his sleep surface that he's used to. Mm-hmm. So it kind of helped transition him. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's obviously the way, that's I like the way to do it. Sleep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Focus on the sleep and just like, it's, I, I think with, when Jude was born, when you would walk in my house, it was like, babies are us, you know, uh-huh. like, it was like yeah. just junk everywhere. Yeah. And now I just, my goal is like, I don't want people to walk in and first thing they see is like, oh, you have baby. Yeah. 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 Seriously. Yeah. I just, that's not the aesthetic I'm going for anymore. (laughs) I know. As he gets older, I'm like transitioning him out of like 
you know, like the rock and play, put them away. And then I'll bring something else out like the jumper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just yeah, like, like keeping it simple like right. that. Exactly. I think that's the way to do it. How yeah. can our listeners get in touch with you? Um, they can find me, I guess, through you. Okay. What's your Instagram handle? It's Colleen.Hemmerly. Okay, cool. We will link that. And thank you so much for coming and sharing your stories again. Yes, thank you. Of course, anytime. (laughs) Hopefully not again. (laughs) Thanks so much, guys, for listening to today's episode. And thanks to Colleen for sharing her stories with us. Don't forget to follow along on Instagram at Birth Naturally and give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes if you like what you hear. Thanks, guys.